What's up, you guys? How are you? I, um, the tone is a little bit different tonight. Um, and I'm recording at night, which never happens, but this is something that I felt like I needed to get off my chest. Um, and I've been working on getting my thoughts out and actually putting them, um, out into the world because I have all these ideas and then my imposter syndrome gets the best of me or my fears uh, get the best of me and I don't say the things that I feel led to say or feel like I need to say. Um, so this is me talking about something that I feel is very important. I'm, I'm kind of emotional. Um, the I saw the news about Chesley Christ is a former US, Miss USA um, committed suicide and I saw it on the TV in the gym passing by and it, it hit hard because, um, she's younger than me. She's a year younger than me. And I just know, like, I know how she feels, <laughs> you know, and it, my heart hurts for her because I feel like, you know, they're, she she could have been so close to a breakthrough. You know what I mean? You could always be so close to something amazing happening. And the light, it's hard to, it's hard to keep going when you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and my heart breaks that she felt that that was the only thing that she could do to ease her suffering. Um, I feel like suicide is misunderstood and so unfairly judged. Uh, I know friends and family members who have been lost to suicide and, and have had suicidal thoughts um, myself, you know, and not even necessarily, not even necessarily suicidal thoughts of like planning it out. Just, I remember specifically one day being in the kitchen of the condo that my ex-husband and I lived in and just passing by a bottle. It was a prescription bottle of pills. It was nothing that could have killed me, but just seeing the pill bottle triggered something in me. And I looked at it and just thought, hmm, I could just eat a bottle of pills and then it would be over. It would be done. I wouldn't have to, you know, I wouldn't be alive anymore. The suffering would end. It doesn't matter what happens after that, right? You just want the suffering to end. And I say suicide has a bad reputation or a bad connotation um, and a lot of shame associated with it. And it comes from people saying things like, well, uh, you know, didn't you think of your son in that moment? You know, and I did. And it, it is, most assuredly what kept me alive, but, um, it, to say that someone is selfish because they took their own lives and that they weren't thinking about everyone else around them. Here's what you don't get. If you, if you make the decision to take your own life, you don't think that people are better off with you in their life. Like they've already gone. I promise you it wasn't a spontaneous decision to just up and commit suicide. I promise you.
It was not. They struggled with it. You think they didn't fucking think about their kids? You think they didn't think about their parents or their friends? The, the, the loud, dark voice in their head won because they fought it off as long as they could, but it kept telling them, you're not good enough. They'll be better off without you. You know, my son has an amazing father. I'm sorry, I'm getting so emotional. Um, but this is really important stuff that I feel needs to be discussed. And it's hard. Like, this is not easy for me to talk about. I just want you to know. Um, it's not easy to be vulnerable. But my, my son had an amazing father. And I just kept telling myself, like, he's the better parent. My son will be fine because he'll have his dad. He's better, you know. I'm going to screw our kid up if I stay in his life, you know, he'll be better without me. That is the thought process behind suicide. At least for me, I can't speak for everyone, but I can guarantee you it's all, it's not a selfish act. Okay. Um, And why I wanted to talk about this was because, you know, my slogan, United in Trauma, we're all connected, right? And the whole point of all of this is to normalize talking about mental health. That's what I want. That's what I want to come out of it. When people say normalize talking about mental health, that doesn't mean coming out and saying, I I have depression. I have anxiety. I mean, it does, but it doesn't just mean that, right? It doesn't just mean be forthcoming with your diagnosis. In my opinion, it means discussing things with your friends and being open with them and having conversations with them that revolve around healing and having conversations in a way that is constructive, uh, constructive communication, learning to set boundaries, things like that. But, but being able to discuss those things with your friends and the people that are closest to you. And I I was expressing my gratitude the other day for the fact that I have friends who I can talk to and we just have such beautiful conversations. And, you know, we're able to see through, even the other day, we're talking about, you know, someone we work with who is just angry, just angry. And, A lot of people see it as, I don't know, they label her as things, you know, not nice things. But when we were talking about it, we're like, you know, we're talking about like family trauma and her mom. We're like, all right, well, which parent do you think she has issues with? And this and that and kind of like psychoanalyzing the whole thing and getting to the root of it. And that's what I mean, like shadow work. When you try to get to the bottom of it, you want to have friends who are trying to help you get to the bottom of it. And the most important part of that is that they cannot be judgmental. If you have a friend who you feel like is being judgmental, you're going to get defensive. And if you're defensive, then they're going to react to that. And it's just going to be a vicious cycle. And that I think is what creates these patterns or these patterns create emotionally shutting people out, right? Or like avoidant attachment style type thing. Like I'm not going to communicate with you because every time I do, we get in a fight. So I'm just going to stop. So then that shuts down all communication and and you're worse off than you were when you started. So that's what I mean when I say normalize mental health. 
And I think that's what we need to kind of expand. We need to kind of expand our understanding of um, communicating when it comes to mental health and taking things into consideration and realizing that people do have triggers and taking them into consideration and working with your own triggers so that you're able to not lash out every time someone says something that triggers you, because I understand that it happens. It happens to me all the time, but you know, people don't know unless they're just being blatantly offensive or whatever. If someone brings something up, it's our job to stop assuming that it's a personal attack on us. Right. But the important, the, what I'm saying is the importance of having friends that you can openly communicate with and feel like you're not being judged those are the friends that you're going to be vulnerable with and open up and get to the root of all of your issues. And I, I mean, you can call me an optimist. You would be one of the first probably, but, um, I I mean, I've got a good feeling about the next few generations. I don't know. And, and when I see things like this, you know, beautiful, beautiful, successful woman, smart, it's discouraging, but it definitely reminds us to get back on track and, and that it's not gone. This is still, I mean, we're at the peak of mental health crisis. I feel, you know, in early 2020, when the suicide rates were skyrocketing, it was, I mean, it was a scary time, you know, and we've all lived through something very traumatic, but I feel like the people who found something truly beautiful with COVID and the world having to kind of take a step back, and reset. I think those people are having a beautiful impact on the world. And I think that there are more people who are slowly coming to see the importance of mental health and the importance of being kind and looking out for each other and just being nice to one another, you know, and being more understanding. And this is just a friendly reminder um, to check in on your friends because, you know, the happy friends who are beautiful and you think that they have everything, you see them on Instagram, you know, posting happy pictures or whatever. It's a, it's a friendly reminder to check in on those friends because they definitely, definitely need it. So thank you guys, um, for listening. It really means the world to me. There's people all over the world. And I thought about it the other night and just sent love to everyone. I said, everyone who's ever listened to this podcast, I'm just sending them love. And I swear to God, I got chills all over my entire body. And I just felt this moment of like connection with everyone all over the world. It's a beautiful thing. So just be kind to your neighbor, check on your friends, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,